You're listening to the Profit Lovers Podcast, where profit is not a dirty word. I'm Melanie Miller. Consider this your business safe space, where we take a BS-free approach to building a profitable business, one that's also livable, it fits into your lifestyle, and it's lovable. You actually enjoy it. Well, most days anyway. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, Profit Lovers. Gosh, we are so close to the end of the year, and it has honestly felt like the longest year ever. At least it did for me. I know I am ready for a big break because I keep doing silly, mindless things like leaving my keys in the car and walking away. I've got the keyless button start kind of car, the one where you just need the keys to be somewhere in the car. And usually the key fob thingy is hooked to my wallet, but I detached it the other day when I was using like a parking valet and I stuck the key in its little, I don't know, slot in the dashboard and forgot it was there. I got out of the car and just went about my business with the key right there in the car. Welcome to my car, anyone who wants to take it. So that's bad, right? Obviously. But then over the weekend, I left my garage door up with my keys right inside the door (laughs) next to my wallet. I mean, am I asking for trouble or what? I am so dang lucky that nothing was stolen. Not even the pressure cleaner that was literally right in front of an open garage door. Anyone could have walked a few steps up the driveway and helped themselves. Even more lucky that I wasn't murdered in my sleep because there is a chainsaw in the garage the murderer would not have even needed to lug his own murder weapons. He could have hacked me up with my own chainsaw and extension cord because it's one of those electric ones you have to plug in. So this will be the last, second last podcast for this season of the Profit Lovers podcast. And while I would just love to promise you weekly episodes next year, my team and I have decided to embrace the fact that we are all inconsistently consistent and sometimes we're consistently inconsistent. And I feel like 2022 is going to be a year about me just accepting what is and making it work for me. Let's get into today's episode. Success metrics for women in business has been pretty much the same as men, yet our needs, desires, and wants are so very different. Women's lifestyles obviously very different. Our responsibilities are different. Our values are different. As my team and I work on tightening up the Profit Lovers brand messaging significantly for 2022, we've been having these discussions and I've been talking to clients and members about what success looks like or means to them. One thing that is really interesting is I often get messages from clients and members telling me about big financial wins that they've had, like huge launches or massive milestones, sales milestones that they've hit, but they don't want to publicly celebrate those wins, which isn't shocking to me because also I don't enjoy publicly celebrating my wins. I don't need that kind of public celebration Yet I absolutely love celebrating others. And my profit lovers, well, they also tend to be more on the introverted side like me. And then I really want the attention. 
That makes it difficult for me to promote the outcomes of my coaching or members club, because when you look at successful coaches and online programs, the testimonials are a big part of selling those online programs and coaching. Now, it's generally, you know, that I made X amount of my business grew by X amount. And of course, financial improvement is one outcome of coaching or members club, but I'm less excited about people hitting, say, a specific sales goal. And I'm more excited about them increasing profit margins, buying their first homes. If you haven't listened to Julie Murray's episode, it was the last one. Make sure you listen after this one and In that episode, we talk about her purchasing her first home and building a really big financial safety net. It could be investing in shares, learning about cash flow forecasting. To me, these are all really life-changing successes, but they're just not as sexy or as marketable as having like a multiple six-figure launch, right? So while it might be sexy to be chasing those multiple six or seven figure sales badges of honor while working from a laptop on a tropical island. The reality will look quite different for most women. Let's be honest. I remember a friend of mine telling me that her husband wanted to take a year sabbatical to live and travel through Europe with her and her kids. And he just thought that this was the best idea ever and that she would just be so excited by this. And honestly, his friends and their friends thought it was really exciting. And when she first told me, I thought it was really exciting. But then while it sounds exciting, she quickly pointed out that life wouldn't change for her. It would in fact not be an adventure. It would be kind of the same life, just in a different location, right? And life would actually be more difficult. The plan was to homeschool the kids as they traveled around enjoying French chateaus and Swiss chalets. For her, it would be packing and unpacking and making sure the kids were doing school homework and cleaning the chateau and grocery shopping and cooking meals and doing the laundry and bath time and all of the things that she did at home. Whereas for him, it was this big adventure. For her, it was just moving her existing life to another location and a location where she wouldn't have any family support either. No doubt, and she wouldn't, she wouldn't know the language, right? So no doubt people would have envied her trip. And when she first told me about it, I certainly did. People would have thought that they'd reached like this pinnacle of success, right? And been quite green with envy. But for her, it would have been exhausting and overwhelming. It might look like having a big team or seven figure years or seven figure launches are the pinnacle of success in the business world. And yes, people will be impressed by that, but it might just be the same business, same life, bigger burdens, just like the French Chateau, right? For me, having a really big team is like my worst nightmare. Now, maybe that will change in the future, I highly doubt it because I like simplicity. All of these thoughts about what the profit lovers will stand for in 2022 and beyond, it had me thinking about all of these different vanity success metrics and then real success metrics and what makes sense for a business like the profit lovers that has this purpose of helping women create businesses that will financially secure their futures while still being a livable and a lovable business. 
The sales figure success metric, while still important because sales are where profit comes from, it's certainly not the only or most important metric to be focused on. And so if those big figures overwhelm you or like me, you just don't get all that excited about them, then we've got some different success metrics that hopefully you will get more excited about. So let me give you some maybe unsexy because, you know, we're all about embracing unsexy stuff here at The Profit Lovers. Success metrics that make a lot of sense for the ultimate goal that The Profit Lovers have, women and financial security. These metrics are perfect. Like I said, if you don't want to be celebrating a specific amount in sales, or if you're shy about talking about money, or like me, you just don't think it's anyone's business. Listen, I grew up in a house where I had to hide money. And I mean, my mum taught us to literally hide our money because my father took it. He took everything. You would come home one day and you wouldn't have a computer or a TV because he needed money and he would have sold them to somebody or hocked them off. He took our piggy banks as kids. He emptied my bank account savings that I had worked really hard for to buy my first car. My mum hid money in the pockets of her clothes in her wardrobe so he wouldn't find it so that she had money when he took off. For me, financial security meant being very, very protective about what I have, and I still feel like that today. So here is what I think we should celebrate. I think we should celebrate hitting profit goals. First, obviously, understanding what your profit margins are and then working actively to increase the amount that you get to keep of every single sale. That's a fantastic metric of success. Profit goals are vital if you want to avoid vanity metrics of sales with no substance. I know many businesses turning over millions that are making next to nothing in profit. And here is a huge tip. And this is a little bit of an insight into where we're going with the profit lovers in 2022. I almost skipped the two off then in 2022 is sales don't change your life. Profit does. A multi-million dollar business is worth very little to you or anyone else looking to invest or purchase your business if there's no profit in your business. Growing business cash on hand, growing your business bank account to an amount where you can start to really plan forward. You've got enough to well and truly cover the next, say, three months of expenses, including paying yourself in advance, gives you so many choices in your business. If you're always making sales today to pay yesterday's bills or scrambling to stop your account hitting zero, you're really at the mercy of the next customer or client that comes your way. You kind of can't say no, right? Because you really need the money coming in and you end up working with people that you know are the wrong fit, or you end up doing kind of desperate things like holding panicked sales, discounting your offerings or over-servicing because you're just so grateful that you've got the customer or the client and you really, really can't afford for them to not be happy. If you get a life curveball, you'll likely need to juggle business and whatever else is happening instead of just being able to say, no, not right now. My family needs me or I need time or I need space. I've spoken before about the power of profit, giving you time and presence when you need it. Growing personal savings, one of my favorite success metrics for sure. 
knowing that you're going to be fine in an emergency is so empowering. Here are some scary stats for you. One fifth of households have less than $1,000 in savings, and nearly a quarter of Aussie households could only survive one month without an income, and 11% would last just two weeks. If we consider the number of single mums and the fact that women already earn so much less than men, that success metric of having your own emergency fund becomes even more valuable, right? Beyond your emergency fund, growing your savings every single week, even if you're only putting a really small amount away, that's a huge win and that deserves a celebration. Investing or shares and property. A big goal of mine over the past few years was to learn about buying and selling shares. And mid next year, I'm planning to purchase just a small property that will become my retirement savings and my retirement plan. That first purchase of shares was huge for me. No one in my family ever owned anything like shares, that's for sure. That was like rich people talk. And I started super small by using an app that rounds up all of your transactions to like the next dollar figure. Uh, It's called R-A-I-Z, Raise. I think it's still called that. It might've had a name change. Anyway, it rounds up, you know, when you uh, use your ATM card to make a transaction, if the transaction's $3.90, it'll round it up to $4 and that 10 cents, it invests for you. It took me a good couple of years to get that first $2,000 to invest, But then I used that $2,000 and I bought shares. That for me was a real success metric, not just because I was investing in something for the future, but because I was changing some, some old family stuff, right? My new success metric is a goal of making $1,000 per week from shares. And the more profit I make, the more that I can afford to invest, the more I can afford to learn, the faster I'm going to get to that goal. And listen, Share investing, not everyone's bag of chips, but your financial success doesn't need to come just from the business that you have today. That's something I want you to really think about and consider. The business that you have today could be providing the income that you need to create multiple income sources. The business that you have today could allow you to invest. It could allow you to create or start a different type of business. There are so many uh, things that open up to us when we've got more than enough profit. Setting up your retirement savings plan. Oh, so not sexy. I absolutely love that in quite a few of my client feedback surveys, one of the top wins listed is consistently putting money into superannuation or retirement fund. I love that clients have prioritized their own financial safety and it's never the first thing that we focus on, right? Because we need to focus on many other things first, but it is always a goal. Of course, unless the business already has the capacity to be putting that money away, but it's part of our cash flow planning. When we're creating the goals for businesses, we're creating goals that include regular contributions as a standard practice. We want a regular pay and regular super contributions. Paying off a mortgage, a credit card, or any other debt is a massive success metric. 
For me, I just really, really wanted to be debt free. I had so much debt after my mum died. I had been throwing every treatment and drug available to treat her uh, aggressive breast cancer onto credit cards. I had a car loan, I had personal loans, and like I hated all of it. It literally would keep me up at night, cutting up every card, closing down all of those accounts. My gosh, it was one of the scariest, most freeing things I've ever done. And then paying all of that debt off and being debt free. Whoa, they were big celebration points for me. It's a huge success metric. Success metric. I've said that word so many times, those words so many times. I don't know know if I'm saying them right. (laughs) You know, when you repeat the same word over and over again, and it starts to sound weird. Planning for tax bills. Here's a wild one. Often I celebrate with clients when they get big tax bills. And honestly, I'd never really thought much about us celebrating their big tax bills until I was writing today's episode. But we celebrate tax bills because when those bills arrive, there's already money set aside to cover them. That's a success metric that I'm sure most people never thought they would be throwing a celebration for, but it really does show true financial control and planning in your business. Now, there are so many other we could talk about, and many of them are going to be personal to you. It might be taking your family on an adventure, buying a piano for the kids, being able to cover that massive bill for kids' braces without having to dig out the credit cards. It might be matching or earning more than your partner does. That's a success metric that we often work towards in um, both members club and with clients. And whatever those metrics are for you, they deserve to be celebrated. They're true life-changing metrics, right? And these big seven-figure launches or big years in sales, they're not the only time that you deserve to be celebrated or validated in your business. All right. If you're ready to start your 2022 planning and you want to start bringing in these success metrics, you want to start focusing on the real life-changing stuff like increasing profit margins and hitting sales goals, because as long as you're hitting those profit margins, the sales goals are good. We want to celebrate those. Managing your cash flow and all of that good stuff. Then head on over to theprofitlovers.com forward slash plan and track. The very new, very latest plan and track is now available. And if you're serious about going for those big wins next year and you want to really do want to commit to creating life-changing profit, I'm going to tell you to skip over the free version and go straight to the plan and track ultimate. You'll find that one at theprofitlovers.com forward slash PTU 2022 plan track ultimate 2020 to 2022. <laughs> Let me repeat that theprofitlovers.com forward slash P for plan T for track U for ultimate 2022. The links are all in the show notes. The plan and track has had a major, major makeover. And so far, the feedback has been really, really positive. I had the beta version tested out by Prue from Creative Family Historian. She's been using the plan and track we figured out since 2016. I think we figured out it's been around since 2015. So it's gone through quite a few evolutions. And I just want to read out the feedback. Uh, She said, Melanie, I love the new plan and track ultimate so much. You've created a fantastic user experience. 
all of the formulas. This is the most incredible tool. You've made it so simple and easy for anyone to plan their business, even if they're only doing 90 days at a time. It has been amazing for someone like me who likes to overfill everything. I've never felt so calm and in control after planning what the next phase of my business will look like. Having the tabs for the quarters, so we've now got 90 days per tab in the spreadsheet, um, is genius. This evolution of the plan and track ultimate is incredible. Now, where can I buy? I love my plan and track mug or t-shirt. So as I said, I've linked in uh, the notes below where you can go and find the free plan and track. If you are just getting started, make sure that you go there and download that one. But like I said, if you want to get really serious about your planning, then go straight for the plan and track ultimate Uh, It is really, really powerful and I'm excited to get people to start using it. It comes with a few added bonuses, including a content planner, email marketing planner, and you're going to get an automated email that will remind you when you need to review and what you need to be looking for, which is pretty cool as well, right? That is me done for today. I'll talk to you in a week or two. (laughs) Who knows? Because this weekly schedule, we've proven that I can't stick to that. So in a week or two, I'll talk to you about, uh, I keep that a surprise. It will be the final Profit Lovers podcast for 2021. I'm excited to head into 2022 with you guys. Happy Profit Loving, everyone. Hey, Profit Lover, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do leave a review so other women just like you can find the Profit Lovers podcast. And I'd love it if you subscribed so you never miss an episode. And finally, always remember that profit isn't a dirty word.